Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. She might have teams me. Let's see. Yeah, my teams. I have a I have a Mac. Uh, I work on a Mac. I do too. So I can't get the Teams notifications to hit my notifications stuff. So I I have to watch that little icon. Yep. Yep. She just said, "Be right there." Um, But what I was the reason I started talking about Tomorrowland EDM was because it's almost been a year now. I bought uh, a license to. um, Oh gosh, the name of the software Ableton. Ableton Live. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the in the hopes that I was going to be able to like start making my own tracks because that's really what I'd love to do is be able to to make my own music that or has the elements that I like because I feel like when I listen to the EDM um, there's certain parts of it that I appreciate but they're never as long as I want them if that makes sense like yeah. they cut to a different part part of the song or they. They try to use that traditional format of a, I don't even know what it is, but kind of like the chorus and then this and then the chorus and then the, you know, the, the oh, format. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want more of the chorus. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I want to be able to restructure. The best thing is like a lot of uh, live mixes and stuff too. I mean, they're so fast going through so many songs that when I mean, you'll go like a minute through, I know you guys talked about it on the podcast, but the uh, Champagne Pandas, like yes. when, we went, when that happened, like, that dude was flying through songs, and it was like, "What? What's up, hey! Slacker?" Allison, we're already I we're already know. recording, and I've been asking questions, and yeah. Awesome. Jake yeah. and I now live like two hours from each other and haven't seen each other. We saw each other more when we lived multiple states away. Is it? I get. Oh yeah, forget. You're not at the beach. In my head, you're just at the beach. That's it. I mean, I am all the time. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going this weekend. Let's say it's not two hours, Alice. I know you're new to the state and all, but yeah, you're right. From Aiken. Yeah. Allison Jake has a fantastic microphone. I know he looks all professional. His, his like, voice and audio is it's, awesome. Uh, it, it, the looks are to deceive how dumb I actually am. <laughs> what is it? You got a face for radio? No, I got a I got a face and a brain for radio. So. I disagree. I think you look great on camera and you sound great. Yes. Allison, you're fired. This is my new best friend. <laughs> First of all, I am. That upsets me. I yeah. have been begging her for a co-host when she's not there and she won't. She was always like, no, we can change the recording date. <laughs> well, I needed you to meet Jake first to make sure you didn't hate him. Um, so I, I do a podcast about movies. That's not mine. It's a friend's podcast, but I co-host with him and he was out of town on vacation two weeks ago and I hosted it with a friend of mine. It went so far off the rails. Uh, I got, I was like, Preston, what'd you think about this? And he's like, you killed the intro, not in a good way. It was really bad. And I, I tried to do it like eight times and kept laughing and finally went, screw it. We're starting. <laughs> so watch what you ask for. That's all I got to say. I, all of ours go off the rails and we just, oh, yeah. we publish, we publish that. We don't. <laughs> yeah. My edits consist of removing our job names and people's names uh, from the uh, transcript. In that case, let me go ahead and start dropping some names just to make your life hard. Oh, God. No, I'm just <laughs> she did that to me a couple episodes ago, and it was like, yeah. she says that name one more time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like editing, like, I'm going to kill her later. 
That's actually, just, I think it was the one where she brought up you and showed you. I was about to say, that's... I heard. I was like, ooh, I know there's, I a, got clip a, right there, there's a clip right there. I know what she said. Like, Good job. Somebody caught that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, champagne pandas. Oh man. Ooh man, that was the worst knowledge. Best worst. Best I've worst. never had to work at a, not like work a booth, but actually work, like while your customers legitimately 10 feet away from you sends you an email that says i need you to do this now and you kind of look over and you're like what we're in the same lab together and they're like you got (laughs) that is not cool yeah it was it was great i uh yeah that yeah that was that was I just remember seeing Allison in the Halson Point. She's like, "How's the, how are you enjoying it?" And I went, "I've been working on this the whole day." And she was like, "Have you been drinking?" And I was like, "Yes, I have." <laughs> I was passing out liquid B twelve. Oh my gosh! I forgot you had the dropper of B twelve. <laughs> Don't they have like a like IV bags in Vegas now too, where you can rehydrate? Oh yeah, probably now. But this was like twenty nineteen. Sounds right. That's kind of recent, yeah. In the past four years. Yeah. The last knowledge before. But if you take liquid B12 after you've been drinking, you wake up feeling okay. Oh, yeah. I never went to sleep. I don't think I slept for four days. That was awful. Yeah. I, well, the part that got me about that episode was the person I'm trying not to have a bunch of stuff to bleep again the, the person <laughs> asking for the explicit um yes. explicit stuff that you needed to go find i was just like what really I can't. Uh, so what you didn't talk about my uh, former mentor whose name i won't say was the sales guy and he was uh <laughs> he was i met him on this trip and he was insane like i sales people are always they're they're great they're a little different but we were in a bar and he goes, Hey man, you have a credit card? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes like, mine just packed out. And I'm like, what's your limit? And he goes, 30,000. And I went, <laughs> he was like, no, I've been here for two weeks. It's max. He said, can you cover the bill? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I got the bill and it's like $4,000. And oh I'm my like, God. Uh, all right. And I'm like, how do I expense this? And he goes, hold on. Hey, he's going to expense this to you. And I look, his boss is just sitting at the edge and she's like, got it. I was like, what is this world? This, I want to be this guy. But then he was fired very quickly after that. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I, I work closely with those guys and um, they do expense everything. But uh, I don't I don't know that I want to be in that world either. No. I am taking a customer to lunch on Monday. Ooh. You better eat in Aiken? In Aiken? In Myrtle Beach. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Mm-hmm. You should Jake, take you the go to I need to go. Well, oof, I don't know. I'm a Logan would totally I'm go. a Northern South Carolina personnel, and I'm like, yeah, Myrtle Beach is mm-mm. Northern South Carolina. That's the first I've heard that. I'm a mountain boy. That sounds. He lives weird. in Clemson. He's he's closer to me than you are. Yeah, I know. I'll be up there uh, in next month. Uh, there's a band called American Football that I'm going to go see. They're playing at the Orange Peel, so I'm pretty. At pumped. the Orange Peel, okay. Yeah. His dog is drinking like they haven't had water in a <laughs> She just got treats. Wow, you didn't see it behind me. 
And so now she's hydrating after after eating salty treats, I guess. <laughs> well, out of habit, I heard that noise and looked down and went, oh, that's not me. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, Rory's eating something. I don't know what this is. What kind of dog do you have, Jake? I have two chocolate labs, and they're a mess. They're adorable. No, oh, they're they're monsters. They're five and four, and they're never going to quit being puppies, I think. so. <laughs> I follow them on Instagram. They have their own Instagram? Yeah, my, my wife made it. I'm supposed to keep up with it. I'm terrible at it. She's like, you should post a picture. I'm like, ah, good. I'll just keep this one. <laughs> I almost sent Allison this morning. There was... Um, uh, her, her spirit animal is an otter, sea otter. We got to talk about that or whatever. But it was the otter picking up cones out of the water and putting them there for yeah, people. I've seen it. <laughs> it was yeah. so cute. I've seen it and it's awesome. So, Jake, what is your spirit animal? Oh, uh, I'm going to say a peregrine falcon. That's the second one. That's very specific. Yeah. This was a very specific. Yeah, that's the fastest animal in the world because my mouth moves way faster than my brain. So I'm going there. That's what Herb was. He was a, well, you know, he was an eagle, I guess. He was an eagle. That's right. Yeah. Right. So we've had what two was Connor? Did we ask him? Dolphin. Dolphin. That's right. So yeah. Peregrine Falcon is the one that they train. They put the little hoodie over its eyeballs and then. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah, that yeah. the one that looked like the plane in the army or the military? Uh, no, that's, um, hmm. It's gonna come. I'm glad you right know now. what I was talking about. Yeah, it might be, but I don't. I should know this. I'm googling it. My my original desire in life was to be a person that studies birds of prey, and then I figured out, oh yeah, there's no money in that, and there is uh, probably no career in that. I'm gonna do something else. Let's do IT and be miserable. Well, there's, there's music and then IT because we were talking yeah, about music, music before Alex yeah. got on. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is your role now? You are what? I, so, I work at. A, I'm a senior program manager, which is pretty much a combination of architect, project management. Probably the three of those, the two of those together in the end. Okay. So, so your role? Can you say it one more time? Program manager is, is two things you said. Yeah, it's it's pretty much um, business and technical architect. Business and technical, okay. but mixed with uh, project management. Um, okay. So, uh, my role is we have what's called a dev shop, which is essentially managed services, and so I'm on a three man team that does managed services for one large company. Okay. So it's kind of nice because I, you know, I pretty much work for this company five days a week. It's keeps your brain straight, so it's good. In service now is the work that you're doing, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Any yeah, particular Paul. applications that Everything. you work in or prefer to work in? Um, I like App Engine a lot. Well, I'm not working in it, but I love App Engine. So, fun fact, I launched the very first App Engine on App Engine Studio in the world. I have that title. Whoa. Which, if you see the app, it's hilarious. It's a table and a form. But I launched it. And ServiceNow called me and we're like, how'd you do this? Because pipelines don't work. And I was like, oh yeah, I got around it. So I was on a like discussion committee with them for a while. And it was great. It's fantastic. But um, for them, it's a lot of ITSM, HRSD, 
Uh, CSM, which is actually pretty interesting. There, there's a lot of interesting CSM stuff they do. Um, and then trying to move back into ITOM a little bit. But ITOM's so hard when you don't have a staff to support it. You know, you can set it up and then it just crashes right yeah. after. So kind of a pain. Care and feeding, yeah. Yeah. I was Jake's very first architect he had to deal with. I didn't know ServiceNow until I met Allison, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah. I was a SharePoint. And he girl. was my first customer at a previous partner. And for some reason, I quit that job to go work with Allison, and I don't know why still. Because <laughs> I was having so much fun. He's trying to do the same thing again, apparently. Oh, it's dangerous. I'll just drink my fake sparkling water that's just filled with tap water and... That's it. You look fancy. So yeah, there, there you go. Again, long so, as you look at him. So Allison, you were his architect, meaning he was a technical consultant or equivalent? He was a customer. Oh, okay. My third day at a new partner that shall remain nameless was like, hey, we need you to do a workshop for this customer. And I was like, great. Where's like the workshop materials? Like, we don't have any. Oh, this is that story. Okay. <laughs> great. So Jake didn't know. I was a great Baker. Yeah. So. The, so the opposite side of that, two days before that, they said, Hey, Jake, you're going to be in charge of this thing called ServiceNow okay. at this point. And I said, Well, I guess I'm going to quit because I'm not learning anything new. You can go eat it. Well, I didn't, yeah. did, clearly, I didn't quit yet. So, yeah. yeah. That was in 2017. Um, yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. So, so your natural instinct was you did not want to learn something new? Well, I had uh, the the role I had at that company. I was in charge of like seven systems, and it was like no. I can't take on one more thing because everything else is going to fail. So, I was. So what was nice is that was pre-COVID. So like I spent a lot of time in Anderson, South Carolina, <laughs> and you never want to come back. <laughs> yeah, ton of time there. Yeah, I was there a lot. But when I moved to the partner, I don't even know what my role was. I guess I was a developer. Yeah. 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 And then you moved up to TA. They never actually changed, never changed my title or paid me more, but I did. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm trying to follow the path here. So you got customer to Allison pulls you along to a partner and you guys, you start learning service now and everything. And somehow that brings you to deploying the first app in app engine studio. Yeah. So I'd, I'd done a lot of, I did a lot of C sharp, uh, my whole life and I knew JavaScript. So it was like, yeah, all right. It's natural. Like there's nothing foreign here. Um, so I was at that partner and I left. I quit and took my old job back because they couldn't find someone that could do seven different stuff. So yeah. I was like, forget this. Like, I'm I'm consulting. I'm miserable. My old job's there. I'll just go back. It was nice to kind of work with what I knew. I don't know. But so while I was there, I had a really, really great account executive from ServiceNow who I think it helped him out. But he changed our licensing to get us App Engine for free. Uh, someone in the company almost said the name, caught it. See, I'm saving you. Um, you. <laughs> had stupidly bought 
a license they didn't need. They weren't using it, but they're still getting billed for it. I mean, you know, why are you going to take it away? Right. So we got App Engine, um, and I jokingly logged into a personal instance and saw it and went, what's this App Engine bullcrap? And clicked it and went, oh, this is great. And it just so happened that someone needed to have this custom-baked process. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not, you're not going to do it in Excel. We're going to do this. And so we did. So it panned out, which was really creepy of my account executive was like, what did you do? And I was like, I, I published this thing. And he was like, yeah, well, it ticked up. And uh, you're the only one that ticked up. So what'd you do? And then, yeah, this was fun. That's so when you, only... say you, when you say you published it, you published it to production. Yeah. Right? Just not to, to the App Store, right? No, not to the App Store. Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of questions on my channel about, because I'm a big App Engine fan too, and everybody's always like, I can't promote this to the App Store. What's wrong? I'm like, well, that's not how your PDI works. Yeah. Yeah. But you found a workaround in your PDI. Oh, no, sorry. I actually installed parts of it in our instance. Okay. Uh, but the, their whole pipeline stuff didn't work. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go between your instances with your app engine stuff. Not like you can now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely gotten better. So, uh, so yeah, that was fun. I was like, man, I might get a good knowledge with this. This is going to be great. <clears throat> um, and my, my, yeah, my contact there was like, yeah, you know, you might be able to speak on this. I'm like, yes, yes. And then I quit my job. <laughs> And I was no longer a part of that board or anything else because I was a partner again. So sad days. We, can you? Um, sorry, Allison. I you know I, I'm a Map Engine Studio fan. Are, are can you share without sharing too much about what that initial process was that was going to be in a spreadsheet? Because I'd love for people to hear like an example of something that you yeah. could do with App Engine Studio that didn't have to be in a spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, so the the like shareholder stakeholder for this was continuous improvement, but mm. not like the service now continuous improvement. Like you're not, it's not, you get a record. We're going to improve with that artifact. It's flat out. Hey, our warehousing has, you know, badly aligned forklift systems or anything like that. So we need a way to track what are our improvement tasks we're going to do to do this, but then how much money we think we can save. So that app in the end was just a portal uh, with some logic built in the back too of doing some of these calculations and understanding how much percentage of return would you get by implementing this continuous improvement. Um, I'm sure some of it was funny money, but I, I think in the end it's like 18 to $20 million of continuous improvement went through it in the first like five months. Wow. So it was pretty sweet to watch like, oh, someone's using it. Um, but that was that in the end. Paid, that should have paid for your job upgrade right there. Yeah, you would think, but that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saving you on editing. Yes. <laughs> Let the curse words fly. Jake. Oh, oh no, oh, man, it would be it would be that plus hard names. But um, it was for a company that didn't understand. They're getting better with technology. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're. The subtext if, if i can try the subtext is there's certain companies that um expect you to work magic but not invest any money in it 
Um, yeah. And that's why you get stuck with working on seven systems instead of being able to dedicate yourself to one because they don't understand the investment. Alice and I were talking about this with ServiceNow. It's like they buy it, but they don't understand that it's an investment. Yeah, and that's that's like right now my role, not necessarily this customer, but you know, doing predominantly kind of a managed service thing. People still don't understand. Like you still need an owner. You still need someone there that's mm -hmm. invested. They're willing to talk to your business uh, and kind of push the needle. Because if not, it's just going to be a stagnant money pool in the end. You know, yeah. it's going to be running. You're going to be operational. It's going to work, but you're not going to grow. Well, Nothing's going to change. And there's no governance of it. Yeah. So anything anyone wants gets shoved in there instead of actually being evaluated. Ooh, yeah. And that's a big turd. <laughs> that's a massive flopping turd in the end. I hate I hate doing those cleanups of the gut everything out and just and I hate those are actually my favorite. I'm like, let's just start over. I love starting over, but I hate telling the person that's like, I've worked so hard on this for years and I'm like Oh no, I love it. You should have done this in a month and you did it all wrong in years. So I'm sorry. We we're gonna have to Yeah. That's a tough combo. Actually Allison, I think I have a couple of those in your in your pipeline coming at wow. you. Yeah. One customer, Jake, they're a vulnerability management uh, <laughs> shop and they they just let it sit there for like five years after the company we work for implemented it, let it sit for five years. It grew and grew and grew, you know, collected all these vulnerabilities. And then they're like, now we want to start using it. <laughs> Come help us clean it up. It's like, oh, boy, <laughs> you haven't used it in five years. So yeah, Allison, that's coming your way at some point. That uh, vulnerability and then was that them using actual vr or was that yeah, okay yeah. that and cmdb both that's my favorite of we've had it running for like three years it's fantastic we're gonna use it today and then especially cmdb it's like hey i put in a change but it didn't flag that this service is affected what's going on yeah it's not gonna magically build those relationships but <laughs> you may have let it run for three years but it doesn't know so right. service now told them it was magic yep that's how they sell it yeah all you gotta do is turn it on. We got this. I don't know what you're talking about. We've got this new thing called service graphing. It's magic. Just flip the plug in. You'll love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't even have to put in an endpoint. Just turn it on. It'll know. You don't need professional <laughs> services. It'll just do it does itself. Yeah. I'll, and if you do, it's a quarter of a half percent of your license cost. <laughs> I will tell you this, not to rag too hard, but I'm still blown away by discovery sometimes of, and this is really nerdy. But every time I do it, I go to a Microsoft SQL server and I go and look at the actual tables inside of it. And I'm like, man, this thing's great. I mean, I know it's a simple script, but a lot of DB admins, I'm like, yeah, you're doing a change on that table. You can go call it. And it's just like, this is the best day of someone's life. Wait, 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 wait. Can you back up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> you just went right over my head. So Discovery, when it scans, if it detects like a Microsoft SQL server and it's got credentials and access, it will read the database. And it'll actually pull out specific databases inside there. So like if you have like a customer table on some custom database, it'll list out the tables inside of it. Wow. So, okay. so if you're doing changes, uh, like I, not this customer, another, another friend that I'm helping um, is doing a change and they're adding in new columns. So they're able to directly say, hey, this is the table. This is the database that we're affected with this. So I'm um, some of that stuff. Yeah, it is kind of point click and it goes because no one had to do that.
Yeah. So in theory, though, the you have credentials. Though it's credentials, you have yeah. to build credentials, and you can you can validate a change from what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I uh, I was shocked when Allison helped us set up Discovery. The first time I saw it, I started you know clicking around, and it's like, oh, this is this is scary. How much information's here, <laughs> but in a good way, I guess. I I have been Allison knows this. I've been trying to set up Discovery in my office, and right now I'm still stuck in my container. I can't get my I can't get out of my container, and basically I need a network engineer in my office to help me navigate. Jake's your guy. The, what's that? Jake's your guy. Your network guy. Uh, I can ha- no, whoa. I can do some stuff with networks. I've got a ubiquity <laughs> router. No word. You can do it. <laughs> I've, I've got the router no. set up and somehow it's like it's firewalled my office from everything so you probably have to open up a port and that's it in the end that's it that's just, all just yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a switch over here let me try this how do you how do you like that like wonderful consultant speech there just like I'm not the network guy you just probably have to open up a port it's nothing big should be like two points you're good go for it my favorite is well it depends what kind of router is it you know the stalling <laughs> while i'm googling on the side <laughs> is it a is it a net gear <laughs> the net gear the corporate network oh god oh, oh um you laugh i used to work in oil and gas and some of our like super remote locations use net gear routers with the default admin password probably Nice. I, and they were on satellite, so it was just a really great connection. Oh god, I'm not. I mean, these were places in the middle of like nowhere, Texas. I was gonna say, I'm. I'm pretty sure there's only satellites the option then, right? Like Harlingen, Texas. Never. Yeah, Harlan sounds familiar. Mm. Harlingen is down right by the border, and when you fly in, so I flew in and it was late. You have to pass through border control and they check your car. And they were like, ma'am, is there anyone in the trunk? I was like, I hope not. I just picked this car up from the airport. And they were like, what? I was like, I didn't. I just tossed my bag in the back seat. I hope there's no bag there. The guy just started laughing. I was like, well, I'll check for you. I was like, okay. What a strange question. Like, who's going to be like, oh, you caught me. (laughs) Yep. Jake, do you have a hard stop? No, no, I'm I, like 11 o'clock, so I've got okay. time. Allison said she didn't have one. Is that still true, Allison? Okay. I don't have anything. Okay. I'm not going to our dev lounge. So. Dev lounge, yeah. But they're doing some kind of, well, yeah, never mind. I don't want to bleep all that. They're doing enablement today. Yeah. I've already been enabled because I helped write it. So. You're an enabler. I am. <laughs> it's people I like. I was trying to say that with a negative spin jokingly. But I'm going to go with it. it was a compliment instead. It was. <laughs> I knew I was spinning it for you. Perfect. Speaking of enablement, <clears throat> um, Jake, do you want to share the name of your podcast, the the movie podcast? Um, you know what? Let me verify this because I've also said the wrong thing about a million times. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's second take movies. I always say second take cinema. But it's, it's second take movies. Uh, so the whole premise is um, we're trying to watch movies that probably deserve a second look. Um, so like, I don't know if you've ever seen Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow from you shouldn't see it. It's awful. I, I love it. <laughs> but you but gave it a second look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the premise. But in the end, it's kind of like, all right, 
we're just gonna watch something good every now and then. But Justin has a whole spreadsheet of movies. I do. I, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you my brain's fried too because I saw Oppenheimer last night. So <gasps> it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. I cried, I think, three times. I heard it's really emotional. Did Logan tell you to suck it up? <laughs> um, no, she just sat there kind of deadpan. Uh, Justin, my wife has no emotion. She says this. I'm not I love insulting. Logan. She's one of my favorites. Zero emotion. <laughs> um, not an insult. I mean, she'll happily tell anyone, but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's emotional. But not in a like, it's going to make, it shouldn't make you cry. What? It, there's a lot of emotion, but it's not necessarily sad emotion. Okay. There we go. It's, it's him wrestling with his involvement in bringing about that technology, right? Yeah. Um, that, and then it's mixed. Do you, I'm not going to ruin it. I mean, it's already happened. Is there a love yeah. story? No, no not, <laughs> not even that. It's um, so Oppenheimer was very notorious especially like scientists in that time of uh, socialist stuff. So it's, it's him wrestling with that mixed with okay. his own intellectual stuff. You it's yeah. I won't say anymore. Cause I will ruin it if I go more, but it's good. Yeah. It's a, uh, I love Chris Nolan. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. And it does and not. Killian Murphy it. is fantastic too. So. Yeah. Oh, now I don't have to say his name. I've seen it written, written. I didn't know how to say oh, his name. Uh, I'm going to just be really nerdy and tell you that my favorite physicist, this is how big of a nerd I am, is in that movie. Um, when you watch it, there's a guy playing bongos. They don't say his name in the movie, but the bongo guy is Richard Feynman, and he's one of the most interesting people in the world. So, yep. Feynman diagram. He was one big thing, or at least references to him. He, uh, If you ever did punch cards, I think he helped create punch cards for IBM. Did you, do you guys, have you guys ever done that? I've seen them. I've touched them with my hands. I had to, uh, in school. So I went to a tech school. So not even like a real big university. Our instructor, everyone failed the first like three weeks. And he was like, we're going back to basics and pulled out punch cards. So we had to learn to program with punch cards first. I pity the world that had to do that. <laughs> that was awful. But, is it as bad as assembly? Because assembly was awful. Uh, no, well, it's not as bad, but it's stupid. Of like, if you don't do a clean punch, it won't compile. It won't like, it will not compile, but it won't run. So it's not that you did it wrong. It's you didn't make a clean mark. Physical punch. Yeah. So there's dumb okay. things like that. But. Florida voting ballots back in the two thousand. The hanging chat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a similar, um, I actually went to, to college to be a, a, a physics major, oh, and okay. that was my, my interest, is still an interest of mine, and um, we, the first physics class I took, it was a, he was a foreign language, he was a, his, his main language was Russian, and so it was getting through his language barrier and the material, everybody failed, the first, <laughs> everybody, and I was like, and I'm working full time and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't invest my money and my time and, and keep failing. I was like, so I switched to IT, uh, computer in, or computer systems because of that one experience of failing the first physics class. I think that's, uh, that's so normal. Cause like I got, I wanted to do chemistry. I love physics, but I was like, I'm doing chemistry, uh, and not to show off. I screwed this class cause I made a 99. And it's on a curve. And the next uh, grade was a 42. Ooh. 
So, I, and I looked around, and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Like, this guy was intentionally hard. I was the nerd that read the textbook. But it's funny that one thing can just completely yeah. change paths. See, that's what happens when I think and then talk. It just doesn't come out right. Well, to bring some levity, one of the other things Jake and I bonded over is his wife's love of The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. So we have group texts during Bachelor season. Not a, You know what? I'm not a fan of The Bachelor anymore. Not, Me not even Chris lie. Harris left. Justin, how do you feel about The Bachelor? Let's, uh, let's break into a segment I call The Bachelor Hotline. Could you tell us your thoughts? Yeah. I don't watch it. I don't watch you. I will tell general. you, Bachelor in Paradise is the only one I really watch anymore. I so I watched that one season that you guys talked about it where we were on site, and after that I didn't really care anymore. That was incredible. Just that's uh, probably the most beautiful piece JPJ. of thing. You love JPJ, my hero, <laughs> John JPJ. Paul Jones, right? Was that was a name. character in The Bachelor, and he was the most cartoonish person. Just. Yeah eating chicken nuggets on the side doing rant like uh. the, the, the concept of this is there's a bunch of eligible bachelors and a woman is picking one right yep well there's the bachelor which is the reverse where it's a man uh, choosing a woman okay. then bachelorette is a woman picking a man and then bachelor in paradise is all the rejects <laughs> But it's like an equal amount of men and women. And as long as you are partnered up, you get to stay. That's why I think I like Bachelor in Paradise a little bit better. Is it's more drama, it's probably. Meat marketing, I guess. I think the real premise of the show is um, a bunch of producers sit in a room and figure out how to produce just full torment on someone. Did you watch Unreal on Lifetime? Uh, no. Okay, tell Logan because she'll like it. But it's about like a producer of a bachelor type oh. show. But it's all fiction, obviously. So. Yeah. But it was good. I kind of want to be one of those producers for one season. Right. Just, I don't know. No, I don't. Yeah. I think you'd probably go well, to. Well, Logan texted me last week that there's a new one called The Golden Bachelor that's senior citizens. I heard about that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be watching. I would have gone with Silver, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> Have you seen the ads for A Farmer Takes a Wife, which is <laughs> the farmer version of the Whoa! That's yeah. called kidnapping, right? <laughs> Takes a no, wife. No, like, it's the same premise, but it's farmers. Taking somebody else's wife? Okay. No, like, okay. they're wanting to find love. Justin, stop talking. Let's talk on the side. This is a great idea. You and I'll talk <laughs> later. We're selling this. <laughs> I know a couple people. We'll sell this idea. <laughs> oh, I actually have a really good reality show idea. I want them to send professional chefs like Gordon Ramsay, like come knock on my door and he has to make something out of whatever's in my kitchen. Oh, that'd be awesome, actually. Because you have no idea what's going to be in there. <laughs> and if Gordon Ramsay showed up at my door, I'd be like, please come in. <laughs> no one's going to be like, no, you can't come in my kitchen. Okay, Allison, Justin, later. Yeah, you're not invited. Allison, we'll talk later. I have, we can run with this idea. Right? <laughs> it's a great idea. It would be hilarious because there are days where our kitchen has like a protein shake and some water. And then there are other days where it's stopped. So, yeah. I know he's going to go through your freezer and find like a, a dead rat or something and, and then yell at no, you. No, I mean, I, I once a month clean out my expiration dates, but 
I also have like organization containers. Like I'm one of those. This is this is the part of reality shows. He's going to have a producer who's got a dead rat that he's going to slip into your refrigerator, and then that's what makes no, the whole show. Because <laughs> that makes it yucky and makes me seem like I'm filthy. You donut. There's a rat. Can't be a producer. But he has to look through. He's gonna be like, "Why do you have three cheese rice aroni? I can't do anything with that." <laughs> that sounds delicious, actually. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but Gordon Ramsay is probably gonna be like, "No." Let me show you how to make that. some cheese and pick your own rice, and then yeah. Right. We'll go out to your dead cucumber plant. And <laughs> <laughs> Jake, do you garden? Um, I. No, I don't. I, I grew up working on a farm, some small farm. Uh, my wife attempts to garden, uh, but if I took a picture of our garden right now, it's just like giant weeds. There's nothing in it. So we grow weeds really well, but our soil's so Maybe bad that we can't do anything. It's just clay. So yeah, Allison. Allison had a green thumb for a month or two, and then I went out of town and my plant died. I don't know if that's you then. That sprout. could be uh, somebody else could have done that. I have a new sprout for cucumbers and my peppers are still growing. So. Is, is Dexter still watering or is that now your job? No, when he waters, he just takes a cup and pours it in one place. <laughs> so I let him do. So we have um, citronella plants because they're natural mosquito repellents. Mm. And I prefer that over like having to spray myself down. So I let him water the citronella plants, and I do the <laughs> garden because he can just, yeah. I never thought of having a citronella. Oh yeah. So we have them. We're gonna actually buy two more pots because we have like a gazebo outside. So we have two on each side. I'm gonna get like two more pots. Is that because our patio is pretty big? Do they overwinter, or do you have to protect them? So where I live, they're fine because <laughs> it doesn't get cold here, but. I think if it during the winter you're supposed to like pull them into your garage or something. Okay. But, I'm gonna put that on my yeah. list because I, I get eaten alive every night. Okay. And so and we have big pots and there's like four in each pot. That's cool. I literally but they take... smell like the citronella spray. Yeah. And there's some others that do mosquitoes, but I've only ever used citronella. Okay. Good tip. I actually got something out of this recording. And Jake, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like, no, really? no, 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 that's way bigger of a tip. Trust me. <laughs> Mosquitoes. I've still got time to crash Logan. this. Tell Logan about the citronella plants because those you can't kill. Yeah, that would be that'd be rewarding. Oh, we got some flowers that stay alive, and a couple of like plants. Just no, no garden stuff. So. All right, Jake. If if the weeds stay longer than a year, that doesn't make them plants. Just so you know. I've named the weeds already, buddy. Marshall, <laughs> Gerald, and uh, Nathan are pretty sweet. Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> Turn my mug this way. Um, <clears throat> just to make a hard left turn, you, you talked about Oppenheimer, and there's another big movie coming out this weekend. Oh, I'm going to go Saturday, bud. You got to have that Barbie Oppenheimer sandwich. If you uh, <laughs> if you don't do both, you're not living. So are you're really? going, Allison, are you going? I am going to a girls weekend in Myrtle Beach with my best friend that lives in Boston. And we have not had a girls trip since COVID. So it's our first. Sounds like you guys should go see Barbie. That's yeah, it sounds like 
Um, my bootay will be on the beach in a chair with a beverage. Not moving. Mm. Allison, we might go to dinner. You're you're done. Sorry. Wrong answer. We are going to do brunch because I am a sucker for brunch. I love brunch. Brunch is good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, so, I don't understand brunch. I'm not going to lie. I just want the mimosas. I have my own carafe and I pre-mix them and yeah. You bring that to the restaurant? No, I mean like <laughs> I was gonna ask. I was like, whoa, power move. <laughs> nice. like, wow. I'm like, I brought my own. I'm not paying sixteen dollars for a carafe of mimosas. I brought my own mix of OJ and Andre. Please do not bring your garbage. <laughs> Very Barbie move, yeah. <laughs> I've got three droppers worth of orange juice in here just to make it colored. So, I uh, I really wish I saw Barbie last night after Oppenheimer, but it was like eleven o'clock maybe, so that's not gonna happen. I was already asleep. Yeah, it was. I'm probably not gonna see it uh, honestly, but Oppenheimer, yes, Barbie, no. I'll see it when it comes out for free. I'm but... debating. I'm I'm sure I will, but I don't even know the last movie I saw in a theater. Interstellar for me. I was, I was telling time. David, like, we've time. never gone to a movie together. Ever. Hey, Allison, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's this hit movie called Barbie coming out, and I'm pretty sure he'd love <laughs> Are it. Are you kidding me? He would love it. I haven't heard a thing about it. Yeah, it's, you, you think David would like it? Is that what you're saying, Jake? Yeah, he loves Ron Gotham. No. No. They interviewed Margot Robbie and American Frere on CNN this morning, and... I, I didn't play with Barbies as a kid. Like I was very tomboyish. I played in the creek. I played sports. We had forts in the woods. And my sister yeah. had them, and I just took all their clothes off looking for body parts that I couldn't find. <laughs> so <laughs> I had some because my mom tried. She tried her darndest to make me girly, and I refused to wear dresses or any of that. Look at me now. I, I like we're not good. In South Carolina. It was hot in Oklahoma. That's right. I saw um, uh, Brian's temperature gauge a couple weeks ago. I was like, holy crap. 104 or something. Yeah. It's not as humid there as it is here. But it's hot. Like it, it's. I remember one year I worked at a casino. <laughs> and they had a promotion that if it reached 100 degrees before noon... You got $10 free play. Jeez. And it lasted for 14 days because we hit 100 degrees before noon for two weeks. So were you, were you the champagne panda or did you have another role at that casino? I worked at um, an Indian casino in Oklahoma in their knock. Okay. so Laz, she was the champagne panda of that place. I was. Hey, I got to meet briefly. I was taking the trash out to put it in the hall one night and the Bellamy brothers were walking by and they were like, why is a pretty little thing like you taking out trash? I'm like, you know, that's a great question. Maybe you should ask my boss. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to see the B-52s. I'm I'm Googling the Bellamy brothers. I don't, I plead. They're a country band from years ago. But B-52s, I was working the day of the concert, so I just would go down and, like, accidentally end up in the concert area. And so I watched a little bit of it. 
Just doing a network check, making sure everything's working. Yeah, and Billy Squire, I saw him. He's apparently an excellent tipper. B-52s, that's Love Shack, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. And Rock Lobster. Oh, okay. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Billy Squire was the best tipper from what I heard. Tanya Tucker had the craziest writer, like the her demands or whatever. Oh, like the demands of like, I need Skittles and purple yeah, Skittles. Only or... green Skittles or whatever, but hers was alcohol related. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if this was recording, but just to really loop things around, Justin, I was telling you, you played a festival once. Yes. I I had the opportunity to have a rider and it was like, can I have 12 waters? You know, that was my rider. Like, I might get really tired. It's a two hour set and it's really hot. Um, the person, I had a room, which is like a closet, but the person beside me, I don't know, I can't remember who it was, but they were a famous, it was a girl that sings and a famous DJ were collabing. That narrows it down. Um, their rider, I saw it and it legitimately was Eminem's only blue. And then stuff like that. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I asked yeah. someone that was catering to them. They shared us and me and them. Yeah. Me and them, them and I, whatever. Uh, and I was like, is this normal? And they're like, yeah. They just put the most absurd stuff to see if it happens. And I'm like, there's expensive stuff on here. Like, you have to go get this. And the girl was just like, it's my job, but they tip. And then I started sweating. Like, I don't have any cash. <laughs> I'm not tipping you for water. All I asked for was twelve water. <laughs> yeah, that was an eye opener. Of that's a lot of water, actually. I think I used two. I'm a diva. For two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take the ten home? Like the I, ten extra? I was going to, but I was like, am I am I allowed to do this? And I'm just weirded out. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I was also twenty, and it was a twenty-one and up festival. Mm. So no one asked me my age, and I didn't want to tell them. So everything was weird. Was just like I got to get in and get out of this before someone catches me but yeah those are fun that's awesome two hour set what, what year was this let me pull up actually i was 20 how old are you i know this yeah. uh 2010 2010 okay yeah that's uh i remember how old you were oh because you were 20 okay yeah, yeah but i, I have... try to remember how old he is now and then subtract i have it easy i was born in 90 so I just can just, whatever the last digit is, that's one number. Yeah, I told you. I'm, I was 85. I have plenty of time so to be a moron, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that works. 90 was a good year. My, one of my brothers was born in 1990. I was 82. You were 85, Allison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're relatively around the same time. You guys got to live in the 80s. We that's did. The I had a lot of track suits, wind suits. When didn't stand a chance in our house. I had a Velcro wallet. I still have a Velcro wallet. I think starter wallet. jackets were 90s, it? though. <laughs> you still got one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what did you call a jacket? Spider jacket? A starter jacket. Starter ja- oh, starter. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, get that day glow. I had a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. The Cowboys were big back then. Yeah, my brother was a Cowboys fan, or still is. So I had a Cowboys one. I thought that was going to stop with my brother's a cowboy. I, I don't know why I'm <laughs> no. like, man, that was really random, Allison, but that's awesome. <laughs> he could be he a, cowboy. a cowboy. He could be one, though. 
He's not going to be out in the sun herding horses. Oh, I meant just like on a stage, kind of like, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, this is a really, really weird transition, but um, I, I don't do country at all, really. I mean, I, I, I can tolerate it. Um, my wife, Logan, was like, you know, I was talking to her and she's like, you know, 90s countries was the best. So I found this playlist of 90s country music videos. It is the most insane thing I've ever watched, and I'm addicted to just how ridiculous this stuff is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it's like someone made a joke YouTube now, but then it was real. I, uh, let me find. Is Shania Twain on the list? I think somewhere on there. I Garth. Garth. Oak, Shania. Joe Diffie. There's a song yeah. called "Pickup Man," mm-hmm. and there's a guy named Aaron Tippin. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. See, ju- that's how I am, Justin. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Who yeah. is this Yahoo? I do. I probably heard them, but I don't, I don't know them. Like Logan's singing the song, and I'm just going, "Whoa, mm-hmm. this is some weird stuff. This is a weird that I wasn't prepared for." The lyrics or the style is the whiskey. Yes. Weird? All the lyrics are nuts in '90s. The lyrics, the video. Oh god, yeah, it is. Has she heard the new song that's like a play on Jody Messina's song "Heads Carolina"? Um, yeah, we listened to it. I love together song. because, I, stupid me, I'm like, did this guy just steal this song? Isn't this already a song? And then she mm-hmm. had to explain it. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. I loved Jody Messina let's, when I was a kid. Let's ditch this country stuff, Justin. Who's your favorite IDM, IDM person? EDM, I guess. Oh, my favorite? Yeah. I'd, I'd say, like, I will drop everything and listen to a new song above and beyond if they release anything. Um, they're a, out of the UK, and they're a, a duo, uh, or is it a trio? I think it's a trio. And they're, they're musicians first. So they compose all of their songs and then turn it into EDM. Got it. So it's really, it's really good stuff. But after that, like, it's wide open. I will listen to pretty much anything. I have a playlist of 1,200 things I'm still listening to just to catch up. Why are you doing this podcast? Got you got to start listening. Uh, well, it's it, uh, as soon as we get done. Well, actually, I won't. I got a meeting as soon as we get done. But I, that, I play them in the background and listen. And Tomorrowland Winter is what I'm co- catching up on. That's okay. how far behind I am. So I'm listening to all the sets from uh, from that. Just finished Mandy. Wow. I don't even know what y'all are talking about. I'll, I'll go hard EDM sometimes, but I love uh, Maddion. And Porter Robinson. It's not necessarily like I don't think they do Tomorrowland. Uh, they're more weird electron. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe them. But same thing. They they'll make their own stuff. Okay. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm cool with this. Allison, what's your favorite club banger? Let's hear it. I don't go to clubs. <laughs> well, you know what? And back when I went out, we would go to the country bar. <laughs> Champagne Panda, I know what song got everybody at our table going great. Was it Sex or Cake by the Ocean? That was a big hit that year. It was not. It was uh, From the Windows to the Walls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, the, the lyrics on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not edited, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like. uncomfortable around work people with that song play. Well, what was really weird is well, the passed out customer in front of me that's like drooling from whatever drugs they took woke up like a zombie and we just got into it. And it's like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. 
y'all need to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you say co-workers, it was me and Jake, David, my former boss, and then the sales guy, who the sales guy, I'm convinced, was narcoleptic. Yeah, that's my hero. He was narcoleptic. Yeah. Because I was with him, and he just, yeah. boom, right oh, yeah. asleep. He apparently did not drink, did not do drugs. But he's narcoleptic, so he really yep. seems off all the time. Oh, yeah. I was amazed. Super nice guy, but weird. And can <laughs> run up 30 grand at a bar. Oh, that's insane. I would just... Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I don't think any of my credit cards have that much of a limit. I think they're all below that. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I have some with that limit, but... I think it was his company card, too. It was. Okay. So that makes more sense. I but think. yeah, whoa. Yeah. I don't need 30 grand worth of problems. That's why I don't have a card for that limit. You're, yeah. Well, you're not in sales either. Yeah. I mean, you kind of are, but not really. Yeah. I'm more of a, I'm, I'm like a tag along. So is that pre-sales then or is that? Yeah. The, okay. When a, when a salesperson gets hard questions, they call on us. Okay. And if I can't answer, we call on Allison. Got it. And if I don't know, then we just lie. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we just make it up. <laughs> I, uh, I, long ago, our, Alice and I's former boss way, way back, like, we're not boss. I'm talking about Andy. Oh. I told him, I was like, look, man, I think every sales call should always be two people. Should always be a technical and always have a salesman. And he, they, yeah. he was pretty good about it. So nothing with yeah. him, but, and I, I guess what I've seen in other areas in the world, Man, some of those SOWs get bad. Yeah. It's like, come on, save me. Don't don't put me in this mess. But yeah. yeah. My favorite was after Andy was no longer my boss. The person who took that role she had no business reading statements at work or even really having the job they had, <laughs> to be quite honest. I was I was so, waiting to see where this was going to go and roll with. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, all right, Jordan, like, I'm so sorry. Value, I'm so sorry. And see, I'm, seeing they, I'm saying they, so no one knows gender. They also would come to like the statement of work review meetings and they finally invited me and we would sit there and they would be like, well, the address looks wrong. Oh God. I'm already I was like, annoyed. Great. I'm already annoyed. Great. And they're like, and... You know, the spacing here, I'm like, this is the value that you're providing in this call. Jake, I've told Allison several times, like, that's not the feedback I wanted. <laughs> I want you to look at the technical piece. That's what I want you to look at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to do an SOW review. Not not here. I was, while I was working at my previous company, I was helping another company that was a consultant. Uh, reviewing SOWs. That was it. I just reviewed SOWs, did tech spec. Um, and I was like, Hey, uh, your fonting and your images are wrong. And they went, we want technical things. And I said, no, you've got the wrong customer's logo on your SOW <laughs> and the wrong customer name. And they went, I've already sent it. And I was like, I guess you're going to lose that customer. And they did. So like, you probably should have called that one. I have to jump for another call. Do you want me to leave this so you guys can get going, or do you want to wrap up? Good, either way. I've got at least 10 more minutes before I need to prep for a meeting. We can go ahead and wrap that up, Allison, if you're cool. Yeah. That was fine with me. 
Hey, I don't know if this is what you wanted at all, Justin. Sorry. <laughs> no, this, this is how it goes. We got service now in. We got random topics about movies and TV shows. Um, and your spirit animal. <laughs> um, hey, man. I just look. I'm looking out for you, buddy. That's all. The <laughs> world needs something to know. draw people in. Yeah. <laughs> we need a controversy to get us our name out there. Yeah. Or banned. Either oh, and we got your spirit animal, which is yes. a peregrine falcon. And uh, yeah, this is good. It's and it's Friday, so you're going off to the weekend, and Jake's seeing Barbie, and uh, Allison's getting drunk <laughs> on, the <laughs> on the beach. On the beach. On the beach. Man, I'm gonna write that country song right now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember our new reality show too. Oh yes, cooking in Allison's kitchen. Cooking. Well, in Allison's kitchen, I yeah. want that to be an actual name of a show. C A K, C I A K. Not like that. I'm not even gonna say it. Somehow I'm gonna say the wrong word if I do. Yeah, that. don't. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it was very nice to meet you, Jake. Yeah. Thank you for honoring us uh, by coming on. Likewise. Hopefully, hopefully, Allison. You can come back. Yeah, come back soon. Hit me up. I'm typically around, so happy to be here. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Nice to meet you too, Justin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hello, good night. I will. Come here, bud. There's the dogs. <laughs> they knew he was getting ready to leave. Get in here, boy. That's Archie. Aww. You little turd. All right, guys. Take care. Right. Have a good weekend. See ya. Right. Bye. See ya.